What's up, guys? Welcome back to Casually Canine. I'm Casey. And I'm Kate. And we are coming to you live from our kitchen <laughs> once again. Per usual. <laughs> Nothing's changed. Nope. Um, Speaking of our kitchen, we yeah, yeah. will, I mean, it'll still be the same spot that we come live from, but we finally are pulling the trigger and we are getting new cabinets in yes. our kitchen uh we paid a deposit today for that super excited um anyone that's like been in our kitchen or seen it in pictures and stuff you might be like why are you getting your kitchen redone but it's one of those things that you know how something looks really good from afar and then you get up close and you're like abort 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 mission well not so much like abort mission but you start to notice the flaws <laughs> yeah it's like oh you look so good from afar and then you yeah. get up close and you're like oh yeah, you're like you're an, you're an eight and then you approach you're like okay you're like a three four oh my gosh. <laughs> it would be more like oh you thought you were a 10 and then it's like oh it's like a six like yeah but um we have like cracks in our doors like when the People flipped our house before we purchased it. Um, you know, there were some areas that they wanted to stay within budget, if you will. And the cabinets were for sure that I'm st- sitting here staring at them as if like that. <laughs> You're describing them. Yeah, I'm to describing our listeners. them. So uh, that's super exciting. I'm I'm stoked to get a little refresh in there. It's going to be really nice. I know it's something that you've been looking forward to doing. We've mm-hmm. been in the process for a few months now, figuring out. What's going to work? What isn't going to work? Especially within a budget too. We were just at the grocery store today and we're like, oh my gosh, everything is so stupid, expensive. Stupid. I mean, I mean, I get it. Like that, that happens, but I feel like I don't do like as much. Like four items the, in the cart. It's like 50 bucks. Yeah. I just don't do as much of the grocery shopping anymore. I feel like, and I will say like we we don't purchase a lot of alcohol. So we're like going yeah. to an event type of thing this evening. And so that was what we're bringing and i'm like what in the heck i'm like i'm so glad we don't drink very often because this we is should, so expensive we should go back to college alcohol ew no <laughs> it's disgusting uh anyways anyways take it away host yes um we are gonna do a little bit of a different episode because we have a couple kate's takes that we want to get to and that's gonna be kind of our main portion so i have a fun segment too that you have no idea that i'm bringing to the table for you so we'll do that after okay. kate's takes all right perfect so nicole asked how to handle activity restrictions and still meet your dog's needs Oh, that's. And we're talking about maybe dogs, especially who are younger in age, who have a lot of energy. Totally. So. Thank you for that, Nicole, by the way. Again, I'm a broken record mindset over obedience, but obviously our dogs have physical activity needs. So when those are so limited, first off, I feel for people and the dogs and the owners when they can't do like walks and playtime because that is so fulfilling for the dog. But really try to get creative, especially since I know that most people listening to this um, have trained dogs, you can get even more creative. So versus just, you know, relying on your mental work, like place, obviously that's going to be a part of it, but that's a lot of laying around. Um, You know, you could do things like the snuffle mat, roll some of their food up in a, um, 
kitchen towel and have them sniff it out and work for it. Another thing that you could do since it's summer months is depending on how far your dog can walk, like doing some outdoor patios or going to busy parking lots, like Home Depot's parking lot is always super busy. Go to like the flower area and maybe just sit there with like your dog's um, holding it down, exposure to all of those things. A lot of that confidence building could be good. Um, if your dog can do like sit stays, having them do like a sit stay on a chair, obviously be careful getting on and off of it um, so that it's not just like laying down on place. Um, but yeah, like outdoor patios would be a good thing too, because if you can get that mental exposure of not just things at home, um, obviously you could do food stuff all day long and that's going to be great for a little bit, but it's not going to be probably enough. Um, another thing that I would really focus on is some of the not as fun training stuff, but it is really mentally exhausting for your dog, like dremeling their nails. If they're pushy about it, work on that every other day. Get that really good with your dog off to the side. Um, even if your dog doesn't need it, you could do muzzle conditioning. Um, if your dog has any sort of like... Um, you know, they're funny about you putting their collars on, like desensitize them to that kind of stuff. Doing a lot of like vacuum work as much as you can do, obviously from home is going to be um, better for you because most of us don't have all day to go just like sit in parking lots with mm -hmm. our dogs. But some of that stuff I think could really help get you guys by. Um, and as your vet tells you that you can add a little bit more at a time, um, you know, you can do more sniffing out in the grass of having them kind of walk around and, and search for food and stuff like that. But really practice some of that not so fun stuff, but then also do a fun hangout at a park, even if it's, you know, you just sitting on a bench, grabbing a coffee and yeah, letting the world chilling. go. Yeah, just let the world go by because even just a new change in scenery can be pretty exhausting for your dogs. So um, if you can try to get away from home a little bit, even if it's just on the weekends, but that might at least give you guys a little bit of reprievement um, until you can add in that physical activity again. Cool. Awesome ideas. Um, our next Kate's take is from Sarah. Okay. And Sarah said, I would love to hear Kate's take on off-leash dogs coming up to you when you're working with a reactive dog. Hmm. Do you this want this to the, be this PG is... or R-rated? <laughs> um, so I have a lot of feelings about this. And first and foremost, let me go to um, kind of one case scenario and then another. Um, so sometimes you will see people with their dogs off leash and I know that can immediately make you super nervous. Like you see it, you're like, I don't know if they have reliability. Um, and then you see the owner be able to recall their dog back and like put them on leash and stuff like that. Like those are the best case scenarios. But I know you're probably talking about those ridiculous irresponsible owners that do this a lot. This isn't just like a one-time thing where it's like a, you know, I dropped the ball or, you know, it, it's probably the owners that consistently have this be their MO of like, oh, they're fine. Don't worry about it. Um, so truly what I try to do, and I know this is easier said than done, but if you have an off-leash dog 
heading your way and you see it and you're like, okay, at this point, there is no avoiding it. What I typically try first versus just like fleeing from the situation, because you do want to move away. And I know you're probably like, let me just go top speed and run as fast as I can. But remember how we train like recall and things like that is body movement towards you. So the quicker you start to move away, the dog might pick up pace to try to come towards you faster. What I typically try to do first is getting my dog, um, even if it means I just have to grab them by the leash and put them behind me and I'll face the oncoming dog. Mm -hmm. And I kind of like put my hand out and take a step towards the dog. And I'm usually kind of like a no, or I'll do a loud like noise and take a step towards the dog. Or you'll do like a no. Yeah. And I'll tell you like that has worked. It has also not worked in the past too. If it doesn't work, um, so usually if I get the dog to kind of stop and look at me like, what the heck, I start kind of backing away from the dog. Like I'll keep my hand out and I'll keep like my shush noise and maybe like my nah going um, and slowly start to back away with my dog. And typically at that point, um, I can turn and go on my way. But if it's a case scenario where like the dog gets to you, which I've had that happen to me before, no one wants to like make it more chaotic than it needs to be. But if the dog slipped a leash or something, or like maybe they got out of their owner's hand and has a leash on them, I try to grab the leash immediately and pull that dog away from my dog. If they don't have anything on, I will do whatever it takes to not let that dog get to my dog. If Mm -hmm. that means I have to use my appendages, my legs, blocking, grabbing the other dog, even though, yeah, that puts me at risk of like grabbing another dog's collar. Like that's the last thing that I want to do um, because that could be super dangerous for me as well. But I will do whatever I need to, even if that means kicking the dog, like no one wants to kick a dog. But if that means avoiding a dog fight, um, avoiding my dog feeling super, super, um, you know, overwhelmed. And I don't like, think it's so much like kicking. It's like you run into my foot. Like, like I'm yeah. going to, I'm going to keep my foot out there. Exactly. And if you run into it, like you're going to run into it. Yeah. And also you see me always wearing a fanny pack. I have some sort of deterrent in there, whether it's um, a pet corrector that makes like, mm-hmm. it's a CO2 can and it makes like a shh noise um, that freaks a lot of dogs out. I know some people even have stuff that like sprays out. I don't personally use um, anything like that, but it doesn't mean I wouldn't if I lived in an area that called for it. Um, I also carry an extra thin slip lead in my fanny pack. It's super short. It's like one of those grooming slip leads. So if an off-leash dog, I could slip them on the slip lead until the owner can come over and get them. Um, So Try to think about like what could I go out with also to feel more prepared if that happens. Um, And I know, again, this is easier said than done. Try to not be like screaming and like adding more energy to the equation from a standpoint of like super fear based. Obviously, it's super scary. But the more that you can just be like, all right, this is the situation at hand and I need Mm -hmm. to address it and deal with it. do that and then get out of the situation. And my biggest thing is obviously you want to get out of that environment um, because who knows if it's going to happen again, but try to do something that makes it feel like you and your dog are winning before you just like go back. And I know you just want to decompress, but if you can just like take a step back, let, you know, you guys feel a nice win under your belt and end on a good note. What do you mean by win? 
in that circumstance. Like do some nice um, 180 turns, maybe go past a house that you know there's like a barking dog again because the question was about a reactive dog. Mm -hmm. Like try to get a good um, rep, if you will, under your belt before you just go back home of like, see, we can tackle hard things. Like don't just be like, we just got attacked on leash or just run up on hopefully not attacked. Um, and now we're just going to get out of this situation. Like let them feel another, like, okay, this might be a scary situation, a dog barking behind their fence or something like that. But look, we can tackle it. That yeah. I've noticed has really helped a lot. Um, anytime I've had, you know, that terrible situation of seeing a dog rushing at you. Um, Unfortunately it, that's happened to a lot of people. Yeah. And like, that's also a, that's we're a, that's human. a good question. Yeah, we're also human. Like Casey had that happen to him the other day with, uh, not the couple, other day, couple but weeks like, ago. I was like, what did you do? He's like, I ran. So like Casey full-fledged just started running with our dogs and got lucky that time. Like the dog yeah. stopped chasing, but he's like human I, nature. I ran. Yeah. It was just something that kicked in. And I also knew that like my own dog, if I'm walking my own dog, like he would try to maybe take that into his own hands. So I could sense that I knew that dog was going to turn around. So we did move the other direction, but... Uh, mm-hmm. They were maybe being in, in a different circumstance. I'd handle it yeah. differently at our old house, and this kind of stinks too. To be honest, you guys, at our old house was much busier of a neighborhood, and these two little dogs multiple times um, have rushed us with our male roadie. And this one time, they rushed us when we were on our driveway. We were getting back from a run, and Casey and Roadie were ahead of Birdie and I. Shocker! And um, I hear commotion and. These dogs are so little and unfortunately like Casey kind of had to hold Rody up on the leash because yeah, it's like, it sucked. yeah, it sucks, but it's like, okay, um, do I keep him down and, you know, potentially have him go at these little dogs? And at the end of the day, yes, you could be like, it would be their fault, but trust me, it's yeah. So I mean, we all have had yeah. not perfect situations when it comes to off-leash dogs. So the reason I'm sharing these things of like, yes, we've had to like hang our dog up to make sure that everyone is safe, um, as safe as possible. Uh, don't beat yourself up if you feel like you didn't handle it the best way, because who handles that kind of situation the best way you handle it with what you can do in that moment. So I do as much blocking as I possibly can. I put myself in front of the dog as much as I can, but then also I'm just kind of taking it as the situation unfolds and as much, um, What's the word I'm looking for? Um, well, I think I knew in that circumstance for those, you were talking about those two little dogs who rushed us at mm-hmm. our old home. Um, I knew whose fault it would be if someone got hurt mm-hmm. and that would be Rody's fault. Even though it's on our property. Even though, you know, those little dogs rushed on our property, got away from their own handlers who were terrible owners. These dogs always got out of their, out of their yard. Yeah. But yeah, I just... Oh, what I was going to say is like as much damage control as possible. That's what I think about in those situations. Um, And sometimes, honestly, like you doing that nod and walking away or the shush noise is all it'll take. But other times it's not so great. So um, stay safe out there. Do your absolute best. Keep working really hard with your dog. If you feel like it could be like a major um, fight, like risk if a dog gets over to you, muzzle condition, you know, obviously that probably makes you feel kind of guilty of like, okay, well, my dog can't protect themselves, but do everything that you need to do to protect your dog um, and know that you're just doing the best you can. Yeah. We know the feeling when that happens. It's, it's the a, worst. It's a terrible feeling. And then your after heart you're is shaking, just pumping, your yeah. dog feels your energy. It's just 
not a good situation. Mm-hmm. That's why it's important to get that win after, even though if it's, even if it can be just like a little win, uh, with you and your dog after to build that confidence back up, mm-hmm. that's, uh, that's important. Yeah. So thank you so much for those Kate's takes. Thanks, um, Sarah. Thanks, Nicole. Yeah. Thank you guys. If you would like to contribute in the future, head on over to our website, the podcast page, fill out the form and it'll be sent directly to me and we will, uh, ask it here on the podcast all right so someone also those were all the kate's takes right yep okay someone sent in a would you rather um for you casey lovely would you rather have a foot long eyelash or an earlobe the size of a basketball Ooh, probably a foot long eyelash. <laughs> totally. I feel like if I, if I had an earlobe the size of a basketball, I think I'd It'd be like a second my head. My neck would freaking hurt, man. <laughs> Ew, I would not be able to. But also, like one eyelash that's a foot long, it just looks like weird hair hanging from your eye. <gasps> yeah, that would suck. I mean, oh. both those situations would be good. At least like, I could, you could cut trim. the hair. Yeah, you could trim. It just would continuously like grow back. If it's one of those things where it's like, uh, what's that movie? Uh, Evan. Evan Almighty, Almighty, where it grows back and all, all his stuff are growing back immediately. Yeah. Uh, that would suck, but definitely the hair over the earlobe. Okay. I have something for you, Casey. All right. <laughs> so. Is this a gift? No, this is a game. Oh. <laughs> so Casey likes to always throw in that he was a spelling bee champion in what, like eighth grade? Oh, no. We're eighth oh, grade. no. We're doing a spelling bee? Yep. Spelling be champion of eighth grade, of this? Right? me. Oh my god! Right? Is that yes. eighth grade? So uh, um, will... I was the runner up. Oh, in, now in... it's the runner up. I was he the... told me he was the champion forever. I, I think I won it at the school that I was at, but then we went to like this regional thing, and you just lost. And I won runner up. I was second. Okay, place. all right. So if you're not first, you're last. But, Spelling be um, champ. Yeah, so he tells me all the time that he's spelling bee champ because he'll hear me. Does anyone else oh do this? Oh my God, I'm going to be humiliated Shh, be quiet. right now. Be quiet. Does anyone else do this where they don't know how to spell a word so they voice text it? Well, I do that all the time and he hears me doing it and he's from another room. B-R-I, like spelling it out. And it is, <laughs> okay, that's my peeve, but you didn't do it. You haven't done that in a while. But like, it's just him proving like i can spell it you can't <laughs> so or you'll just be like how do you spell yeah something X, yeah. Y, whatever and is. i always ask him so this is gonna be a spelling bee dog edition oh boy okay casey are you ready for your first word i'm gonna start easy nope, for you but let's do it do you know how like the spelling bee i'm gonna say the yeah okay your first one can i ask you for the definition oh no and the um, origin and all that stuff. Is this a real spelling bee or nah? Or nah. <laughs> um, okay, well, I didn't know that those were all the rules. So you can ask me to use it in a sentence. Okay. I, you cannot ask me origin. This is not that legit of a spelling bee. Okay, okay. first word. Do you word. have all the answers for sure, too? Yeah. Okay. First word for the spelling bee dog edition on Casually Canine. Your first word, Casey, is Vishla. Vishla. V-I-S-Z-L-A. Vishla. Ding, 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 ding. That was an easy one. Your second word, Bordatella. Oh, oh boy. Is it Bordeaux or Borda? The second word, Bordatella. Can you use it in a sentence? Please make sure that your dog has the Bordatella vaccine before they come to training. <laughs> Thank you. I should have known you were going to say that. 
Bordetella, B-O-R-D-A-T-E, B-O-R-D-O. <laughs> she just gave a face. B-O-R-D. The spelling means, can you do this? Borda. You need to think. B-O-R-D-O-T-E-L-L-A. <laughs> no. That's wrong. How many can I get wrong? Well, you just got that one wrong. What was it? Would you like to try again? B-O-R-D-A-T-E-L-L-A. You're wrong. (laughs) (laughs) The spelling is B-O-R-D-E-T-E-L-L-A. Bordetella. Oh, I put the wrong vowel in there. The third word. Weimariner. I don't know this one. (laughs) W-E-I-M-A... R. Weimer E. Weimer. E I N. A R E R. That's wrong. You're so close, but you. Okay. You're saying them so fast. Are you saying E R or A R? W E I M. E. Weimer. Weimariner. Weimariner. W e i m a r. Weimer. E i. N e r. It just goes to show you're not the spelling bee champion. <laughs> Katie. Weimariner. W e i m a r a n e r. Weimariner. That's an A, huh? Oh, yeah, I could also be pronouncing a little. Okay, if you can't spell this one. We just have to give up. Are you ready for your fourth word? Sure. Preventatives. 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 P R E V E N T A T I V E S. Ding 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 ding. Preventatives. Finally, you're at fifty percent. Oh. Are you ready for your fifth? Yeah. How many more do we have? You have three words left. Okay. Okay. This one's kind of a sad one. Okay. Euthanasia. E-U-T-H-A-N-A-S-I-A. Euthanasia. Ding, 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 ding. Your fifth word. Desensitization. D-E-S-E-N-S-I-T-I-Z-A-T-I-O-N. Ding, ding, ding. Desensitization. I had to give you a little bit of like after those challenging ones. Was that it? Your final word. Okay. Your final word of the spelling bee casually canine edition. Dachshin. D A C H S H U N D. Ding 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 Dachshund. ding. Dachshin. I spelled it wrong every single time. That's one that when I we had Penny in, I would voice text when I would say she's a mini dachshund. I literally would voice text that one. All right. That was pronounced very differently than what it looks like on paper. So you just, you got two wrong, but I mean, it, you wouldn't be the champ, but you tried. Uh, well, you know what? <laughs> you, uh, I, I should say this. I was not prepared. Well, you should I need been. more mental time to prepare. No, I don't get any mental time to prepare for anything on the podcast. All that right. was creative, wasn't it? Yeah, it literally, was. I, I, thought, it. I thought about it while we were watching Jersey Shore the other day. Because oh someone, my god, let's talk they, about Jersey Shore. What? No, okay. Oh. You want to finish your thought? No, I, I think they were doing some sort of spelling, and I was like, I'm gonna bring spelling bee to the pod. Okay. Um, the reason I want to talk about Jersey Shore is we just got to the portion 
in season four of Jersey Shore Family Vacation where they bring in these women to um, to see Ronnie on his dating show, A Trouble Shot at Love. Okay. You just made that sound so weird. But yeah, it's COVID right now too. Yes. So it's COVID in the filming of this yes so they also are in this like hotel by themselves which is so funny they're all staying like in the same room still yep well no they they did they did initially like the first couple nights now they some of them have their own rooms oh. but they have the whole the whole hotel to themselves are in vegas it is the most bizarre season because we're watching obviously back to covid related stuff it's so weird there's nobody he's not on it she had quit at this point she quit after angelina's wedding yeah uh, the speech gate um but what are you going to with ronnie's so what i was going to say was it is a bizarre season because they're not doing like any partying they're not going out to clubs no restaurants they're like literally just filming drama in this hotel um but anyways so they they bring in these girls paulie and vinnie do for Ronnie's single at this point, right? He's went single th- Ronnie. Yeah, single Ronnie. He's went through the ringer with Jen and and everything else. Uh, what were you gonna say? Gone through. It's gone through. <laughs> gone through. Okay, sorry. He's gone through the ringer with her. He's single now, so they're trying to find him love. So they make up their own dating show called Trouble Shot at Love, based off of Paulie and Vinny's dating show Double Shot at Love. How funny was it? When Ronnie walks out and they give him his note card, and <laughs> we were geeking out because it was so awkward. It wasn't even that. It was funny once he like finally got his words out, but like literally they do this whole like Ronnie comes in the room. The girls like yeah, yeah. They, the girls are then, there's like six girls out there, and he just looks at the card, blank face. Yeah, they give to him a card, it. which is kind of weird. Like just let him be natural, and he's sitting there staring at it and. Nothing. Vinny and Polly are like, say something. Read it. Read it. And Ronnie finally goes, hi, I'm Ronnie Magro. (laughs) And it was the most like Casey and I were literally having like social anxiety. I was almost crying. I was laughing. I was like covering my eyes. I felt like I was watching a horror film because it's like, you know, how you feel so awkward for people when it's like, oh my God, so awkward. But one thing that we've realized and I've had to like remind casey is not everyone's as into jersey shore as we are so he wants to talk about it with oh, everyone I just, I just want to talk about that little but you do and i'm thing. like hey case like not everyone knows who angelina is not everyone knows who Vinny's mom is paula uncle nino oh my god but, yeah um i mean we still we're still loving it i love it that was uh we just watched that like a night ago and i was like oh my god this is this is great oh my god that was awesome. yes anything else for me before we get to our Highlights and peeves. Yes. I have a little thing that I want to ask you. Okay. So this is so our audience can get a little more familiar with you. Oh, boy. (laughs) Okay. So this is called the favorites game. The favorites game. What is your favorite? And then I'll ask you what that is. Okay. I can do this. So what is your favorite leash leash slip lead i'll say okay slip lead oh what's your favorite right now one yeah what's your favorite type kind whatever it is okay i can only pick one yeah it's favorite 
I would say, honestly, my favorite right now, it's not my most frequently used. So I'm going to throw some people off that have like asked me for links and stuff. But um, I've really been loving the hands-free one that um, it's a slip lead, but also has a clip on it. So you can utilize it with like prongs if people want to. Um, and it's 10 foot. So then when you take it off of you, it's also acts as a long line um, from, and what is the brand? Um Mountain dog. Mountain, mountain dog products mountain dog. yeah so really love that one my other favorite even though you told me only one um probably is my mendota six foot yeah. but i gotta Those are say the go-to. they they are just also from like a price point standpoint and i think that they are a great product but the knobs don't stay tight so like if you get it and you're annoyed that the knob get the other one or get like the brand slip leashes on instagram so i gave you three now okay <laughs> three all right okay what else? So, what is your favorite type of pizza? Oh, only one. Mm-hmm. Um, so, my favorite would be if I was getting something from a restaurant, I would get any sort of pizzas that, that said it had like sauteed like shiitake mushrooms on it or something like that. That one's hard though because that's not normally what you want, but it normally has like some goat cheese, some sauteed mushrooms and onions and like maybe a, a meat option on it, but that would be like my go to so that pizza. is definitely what i thought you were going to say but really? i thought you might say a margarita pizza too mm-hmm. no no because I, I typically like i like a margarita pizza but i typically want to order a pizza with some sort of protein on it like yeah. not just cheese protein okay what is your favorite genre or era of music this is a better question for you than me um no what's what's your go-to when you when you open up your spotify and you click on something i usually go hey google please play Marin morris or hey google please play michelle branch so those are my two like go-to i could listen to all the time but uh i guess i'll go with that she oh starts she's starting google off right started. now whoops which which one Oops. is she playing hey google pause i don't know i caught her we just heard her in the background Okay, I don't think I don't know. Any others? Um, I think she's playing. Hey, Google, (laughs) pause. I didn't, I tried not saying it too loud. What is your favorite season? Summer or fall, but probably summer or fall. (laughs) Well, what's your favorite? Uh, Honestly, probably. I'm going to say summer. I'm going to have a follow-up question to that. Okay, I'm going to so, say summer. So what's your favorite thing to do um, outside of work or anything work-related mm-hmm. um, in your favorite season? That would be summer. So what's your favorite thing to do? Honestly, like I love going on our boat and stuff like that, but I really like being home. And I don't know if that's just come with age or now that I like love our property and stuff, but like my favorite thing to do is truly like sit under our pergola and watch our dogs like run around and, or just like lay around and be cute and listen to music and like play Yahtzee outside and like that kind of stuff. That's like my favorite part of it. And like the smell and sounds of summer. Mm. Um, I will say like some days in, even though I don't even want to complain about heat at all because of our winters, but like Sometimes I love just the feeling of walking into AC after being outside for so long. It's like, like oh, this today. is such a good feeling. Like I prefer walking into a house with AC than a house with heat in it. 
do you know, like I don't know how to yeah we live in the wrong state <laughs> I know. like I don't know how to like explain that but it just feels like crisp and like you know you're gonna sleep really good because the temperature is nice so yeah I mean it's probably a lame answer but it's just like simplistic that's actually like my favorite thing to do in the summer yeah um today is very warm where we live 90 degrees 90 degrees and it's starting to get more humid outside mm-hmm. so you were just outside for a little bit and you're just dripping sweat right right now i mean it's, it's i have my peeve. Hot. i just thought of my peeve while you said that so we'll get to that uh in here in a minute but so we just for the first time this year we have a couple go homes the next couple days and so big boy big kid gambino just got an outdoor bath <laughs> he's so and cute he he did pretty well with it i think that he likes having that little reprieve from the warm hot air oh my gosh because Kid walks he up is the driveway and he's dragging his feet he's like i can't <laughs> and so today casey was walking two dogs together um who have like they have way thicker coats than him but they are like higher energy dogs and like they can go for a longer walk i'm like case i gotta turn around with gambino like kid is about to yeah, fall over he's done so casey kept going with the other two and you, you took a shade break you literally like pretty much caught up with us I, I, I honestly didn't go that much further because oh. it was it was starting to get pretty stifling outside and it was it was time to be done so should we move on mm-hmm. okay let's end this with our peeve and all right let's highlight. start with our peeves you go first since you seem I, pretty can i do two peeves sure or if you okay. want to save it till next week this one I don't even care if people are like, ew. Anyone that has thick thighs will understand this in summer months, warm temperatures. Chub rub. That like walking in humidity and your thighs are rubbing together. Do you get that as a guy? Uh, Once in a while, yeah. Oh my gosh. I have have thicker thighs. Yeah, but like. So I I will have it every now and then. But I'm just telling you, I'm wearing shorts today and I'm like, this is why I don't wear shorts. It's, a, it's so riding up. My legs are just like, like together. I'm like, what? well, I know not, not a fart noise. I don't know why, but it just like doesn't <laughs> feel good. I'm like, I've never been the girl with a thigh gap. Um, I, the biggest peeve ever is that feeling when you're walking, you're like, I just need to let it ride. Like, it's just gonna, everything's gonna be riding up. There's going to be sweat and spots you didn't know existed. Um, so that's... When, when this type of weather hits, this is like our first sticky. hot day of the year. Like we've had some warm days, but this is our first hot day. And you're outside and you're doing things. Or you're even just, you're just walking from the grocery store back to your car and you're sweating. Immediately you're like, this is what hot weather feels like mm-hmm. again. Because we haven't seen it in eight months. Yeah. Ew. <laughs> okay. Do you want me to give my other peeve before you give yours? Sure. Okay, my other peeve, and this is also first world problems, is not being able to get the rest of a product out of a bottle. So manufacturers will make this of like... I feel like you don't try that hard. What? Yes, I do. You do? Do you know how many like... Well, I mean, I'll I'll, I'll like see the toothpaste and it's like... Oh, I'm not worried about toothpaste. It's it's crunched up (laughs) in like if you were just put this thing in your hand, you just squeeze it. It's not like rolled off the side of the counter or anything like that. It's just like... So I don't really care about toothpaste. I care more about like my face products because Hmm. to me, I'm like they're more expensive than toothpaste and 
Um, I know that I share toothpaste with you so that you'll get it to the bottom, but like my face serums and like my moisturizer and stuff like that, they make the little thing on the lotion. So it doesn't go down to the bottom. I'm like the pump, the pump doesn't go down to the bottom. So then you're trying to like hit it out. You're trying to scrape it out. And I'm like, there's probably $4 worth of product still at the bottom. I can't get out. And why would they do that? I know it's because they want me to rebuy, which I'm going to rebuy anyways, but like how wasteful, just make your bottle smaller then. I don't know. It's everything is like that. And it's a glass bottle, which is great for the environment. But what am I going to do? Break, like if it's a plastic bottle, I could like cut the top off and get the bottom down, but a glass one, what am I going to do? Shatter it to get the rest. So if I'm hearing you right, it has a hand pump on it. So you can't even just like Little. tip it over and just let it sit there for a while and then just like put it on your hand or whatever. I mean, I do, I try a little, but you still lose quite a bit of product. It's just inconvenient. Yeah. And it's just and it's like, it feels wasteful. Yep. That's my peeve. All right. And cool. it's just going to continue to be my peeve because there's no great solution for it. Unless someone has a great solution, hit me up. All right. What's your peeve? My peeve right now is I am so sore. That's a peeve? It is in the moment. Okay. Because I, so Memorial Day was Monday. Yesterday we did this. It's almost a week ago when you guys are listening or yeah. over a week ago. Um, so, and then yesterday we did this like CrossFit type workout. That's the only thing I could describe it. Mm-hmm. Um, so very fast like movements, but you're lifting heavy weight and we did a lot of grip stuff as well. So my forearms are just fried right now. Um, and so on Memorial day, I did Murph. If you guys don't know what Murph is, go look it up. It's you run a mile and then you do, you could choose how you want to do it, but you need to complete a hundred. Don't look it up, but I'm going to tell you everything about yeah. it. Well, whatever. <laughs> then you do a hundred pull-ups. Who needs Google when they have Casey? 200 push-ups, 300 like squats. Air squats, yeah. Air squats. And then go run another mile. And you, you're supposed to obviously do it as fast as you can. But and like, weighted. Like the goal is to do it under an hour. And then, yeah, have some weight on you. I did not have any weight on me. And I did it in... Uh, just under 50 minutes and that was tough uh, and i didn't we do did, it we did the workout yesterday mm-hmm. and my whole body is sore right now i did a run this morning and that's your peeve that's so it, interesting it's, I, it's my peeve in the moment because okay. like it is uncomfortable to reach down to grab something off the floor or tie my shoes or even reach up in the air because my lats are so sore all right so uh, you know, in two days, I'll be feeling much better. Yeah. And I'll be thankful that I, you know, worked hard in the gym. Mm-hmm. All right. What's your highlight? Uh, my highlight is um, getting out on the boat. So we were able to take the boat out recently and have for the some first fun time of for the, the year. first time this year. And it was nice. It was hot. Everything was awesome. The mm-hmm. lake was beautiful. It wasn't too windy. We have a couple of lakes around us. We didn't um, bring the are, dogs, but we, we will next time. When it's it, the first yeah. time of the year, we don't bring them just in case something goes wrong with the boat, which it could go wrong anytime, yep. but the, there's a higher the, chance on yeah. the first ride of the year. want to get the boat out, get it rolling. It's not like a super new boat. It's it's an, 80, no, it's, it's an 89. It's really old. So yeah, that's, why, that's why we say we like to get it out there and get it moving first to make sure that we're not going to be stuck out there with yeah. the dogs and it be really hot. And it was, yeah, it was really hot. So that was cool. my highlight. That was a good highlight. That's not mine, but that would be a highlight. Um, my highlight was meeting my, one of my best friend's new puppy. Um, 
Oh yeah. Not just meeting him. Like obviously I loved meeting him and that was, he was adorable. And, but I like, I'm around dogs all the time, but it is different when it's almost feels like, you know, a dog that's me in your family now because she's one of my best friends, but I have to brag about her. I think this is why it was such a highlight. He's doing so amazing because she is literally, it's her first dog and of course I'm her best friend, but that doesn't mean people need to like take, like take my advice or train the way I do, but she's following pretty much everything from my puppy ebook. And I'm so blown away about how well behaved this puppy is already still like goofy, naughty, sassy, but like their potty training is going amazing. He's completely crate trained already. He goes right in when she says kennel, he runs right in. He lays down, like literally is already starting to do some place. She can say place from a distance when he's in his pen and he goes and lays on his bed that's in there and looks at it. So he's how old? He's literally... I think she said 16 weeks, and like okay, maybe not six, even. 16 He's weeks. He's not even three and a half months She started from the from the very beginning. Yeah, she got with him at eight weeks the, with the puppy ebook, and literally was very regimented from the very beginning. Yeah, and they're gonna have an amazing relationship and yeah. life together. Yeah, so they're coming here next week as well to do some training with us. Um, so stay tuned for more exciting puppy stuff uh, for from canine. Yes, because that's just one of the biggest things that people want to do right which is amazing and i love that so we want to continue to get as much content um, and resources as possible but that was just my highlight like of seeing if people just implement some of these really easy household management things with your puppy and a schedule you will literally have an amazing puppy dog obviously every dog's different like don't get me wrong but they're just blowing me away. And I kept telling her, I'm like, just so you know, you're doing so well. Because I think yeah. that she still probably has moments where she feels like she's not. Um, but I'm like, um, yeah. no, you are way ahead than, honestly, a lot of puppies that I see. No offense, but it's just true. Like, realistically, it's true. And this puppy still is getting all the love-ins, all the attention. We totally were like picking him up and babying the crap out of him he's adorable he loved it he loved his toys that we got him so he gets to have all the puppy cuddles oh my gosh and he's doing training active training every single day and all i have to say is going really well yeah is she wouldn't have thought to get the pen so obviously the crate she was like of course i'm crate training but the puppy pen was the thing that i was like i really would get this out of my list on my puppy ebook she's like oh okay like i didn't know for sure she's like so that's in your puppy ebook yeah she's like i am so happy i got that because it was also great we were watching a movie in the evening and like he had been out with us for many hours playing um just out a lot so like he should have been tired but when he wasn't in his pen he was trying to like jump and he was getting mouthy and he was wanting to like whine and run around and try to jump onto the couch and she's like all right he needs some downtime she puts him in the pen with one of his toys he was out probably 15 20 minutes later and she's like this thing has been a lifesaver so yeah awesome pro tip get yourself a puppy pen and get yourself the Kate's Puppy ebook. Yep. <laughs> Go check it out on our website. That's okay, awesome. I need a shower. <laughs> That's <laughs> okay. where I'm at right now. Okay. I need a shower. Well, she needs a shower, and I'm sure it's time to end this one. Yep. So thanks, guys, Casey, so much. Casey, what episode is this? Oh, Since you always love to tell us what number it is. Number six. All right. Going strong. All righty. So, again, Kate's Takes, head over to the website. Fill Send out the me form, weird things to ask Casey. Give us, yeah. DM me. Okay. Alrighty. Awesome. We'll see you guys in the next one. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Nailed it.
You with the nail. You guys bit. like that? Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, fit stretching. Hi.